Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 384. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you five predictions that I have for the network marketing, and the social selling professions over the next two to three years. I think it's really important as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, to really understand the current trends that are happening in the economy, social media, the world as a whole, that will potentially have an impact on our businesses. And I think inside of this particular space, I don't think it's any secret that the last six to 12 months have been a big challenge for many of you. And so today what I want to do is I want to just share five things with you that I think would be really important areas for you to be thinking about and focusing on if you really want to finish 2023 on a high note, going into next year with some momentum. But I also will make an argument that if you don't make some of the shifts that I'm going to share with you today, that your business could be in big trouble over the next couple of years because things have changed And I think in order for you to really build a business that thrives in this environment, this economy, this landscape of social media, we have to start doing some things differently. So I'm going to share them with you today. These five predictions were actually part of a bigger set of 10 predictions that I made in our From Likes to Leads workshop that we just finished this week. So thanks to all of you that attended. What an incredible event we had almost 3,000 of you that were a part of of those two days. And it was really cool just getting a chance for all of you to to give us the feedback to tell you how valuable that was. We talked about really positioning of your business, but then we really got into some really, really detailed messaging and outreach strategies. And so I'll be sharing some of those things with you here on the show over the next couple of weeks. But I do want to let you know that we actually have We've made the recordings available. As always with these things, we do the training. And if we do a good job, word spreads. And so that's how I always know if we do a good job. If we have people asking us, hey, I heard about that workshop. Can I still do it? You know, sometimes we do workshops and I don't hear that. And then I'm like, you know, kind of little hits my ego. But this one, we had a lot of you asking. And so we actually have made the recordings available. And so in the show notes for this episode today, we're going to have a link where you can click on it and actually get access to the recordings. So you get the workbook and the recordings and you can you can watch all the training. So I'll give you five of the predictions today. In the workshop, we actually teach you specifically how to make these shifts and then you'll get five more. So anyway, here's prediction number one. So prediction number one is that when we look at the way that people are spending money, Consumers are still going to be spending money over the next couple of years, even in this recessionary period with record job losses and credit card debt topping a trillion for the first time ever. Credit card defaults are at the highest rate that we've seen in the last 15 years. Housing affordability is at the worst level that it's been in 20 years. And it costs the average American family today an extra $706 to live the same life that they did two years ago. So that's what we're up against in the economy. And But here's the truth of the matter. People are still going to spend money. When you look at the stats around consumer spending, it hasn't actually gone down much. Now, I argue part of the reason why it hasn't gone down is because people have been financing their life on credit cards. And so that's all starting to come to a grinding halt. But people are still going to spend money. 
But here's the difference. They are going to be way more discerning about where they spend it. So the expectations that people have around their purchases are so much higher. And we've talked about this on the show before. There's really two important areas that we need to think about, value and experience. So all of the research on consumer behavior, all the data out there, what consistently we're hearing is that consumers today, they expect maximum value out of every purchase. They want to get the most bang for their buck. But they also really are sensitive about the experience of interacting with and buying from a business or a brand. And so when I look at our profession, here's where this potentially becomes an issue for us, is this one alone is going to have a really big impact on customer retention and consultant retention. If we don't learn how to really bring enough value into our business, right? So when I think about, you know, there's value and experience when you think about it to get people to buy from you. Like for those of you that are struggling making sales and you're struggling getting recruits, it's for one reason only. You don't know how to communicate enough value for your products or business or you're creating a bad experience for people because you're too transactional in the way that you're posting and the things you're saying. But when we think about retention, that's really what happens after somebody buys from you. And so customer experience and consultant experience is really important. Look, here's the one thing I want you to start thinking about differently. Your consultants are still your customers, right? They don't work for you. You work for them. And so what we really have to ask ourselves is, am I actually bringing enough value from a leadership level in terms of the way that I work with my consultants? And what is the experience like for the people that buy from me and the people that join your team? Like if you're too transactional in your approach to customers, all you're doing is basic customer service and you're not serving people and you're not creating a wow experience, you're not going above and beyond, your business is going to be susceptible and you're going to struggle. You're going to just have to keep getting new customers to replace the ones that left because if they buy from you, Yes, they might love the product, but if they're not getting enough value out of the experience of doing business with you, they're going to go find somewhere else to buy. Same thing with your consultants. If when your consultants join, you're overwhelming them with too much training and information and you're not actually leading them, then the experience of them as a part of your business is not going to be good. They're going to go direct that time and that effort somewhere else. Maybe they'll go to someone else's business, someone else's team, or they might just do something else altogether. So that's number one. Number two is related to number one. Number two, my prediction is this. The companies, those of you that have higher priced products and higher priced opportunities, like it costs more for people to buy or join, you're going to be impacted more. Because when price is higher, when the cost is higher, the need to communicate value is greater. See, people only buy and they only join when they believe the value of what they're going to get is greater than the price they have to pay. There's a discrepancy. And so if they think that price is greater than value, they don't buy. So what we have to learn how to do is we have to learn how to begin to do a better job of communicating the perceived value of what we do. And so if you have a higher price, you just have to do a better job of doing that. Now, the way we do that is through transformational content and conversations, right? The transformational approach to growing your business is the single greatest competitive advantage that you will have in this marketplace today. Most people are too transactional. And so when you start to be more transformational and you do things like lead with problem solving, what that does is it automatically brings more value into your content and into your conversations, which makes more people actually want to join you and buy from you.
And so this is going to be a big problem in our profession because most people are not going to be willing to do the hard work of elevating their skills and learning a new way to do things. We're also going to, as a result, because value is going to be more important, the short term easy button thinking is, well, I'll just make it cheaper. Right. I'll think if I lower the price, if I pay for people to join or I give them a discount or whatever it might be, if I manipulate price, then it'll seem more valuable. But that actually works against you, because when you think of the highest quality prospects, the people you really want to do business with, there is something called perceived value. So as you're beginning to drive the price down, discounts, promotions, I'll pay for you. And you're also driving the price down of, oh, it's not that hard. It does itself. It's not that bad the perceived value comes down with it. So you wind up not getting the attention of the exact kind of people you wish you could work with. So we have to learn how to develop the skill set of doing a better job of communicating value. That's number two. Hey, just wanted to jump in here real quick because I've got one big ask for you. Look, you know we don't advertise on the podcast and my intention is to not sell or pitch you on the show this year. We just want to deliver free content that is 10 times better than what you've paid for to help you transform your business. So my ask is this, help me spread the word of Love, Serve, Grow so we can change lives, help people that are struggling in their business and transform our profession. The only way we can do that is if you take the time to rate, review, and share this podcast. So that's my big ask. Just take a few seconds seconds right now, wherever you're listening, leave a review. It would absolutely mean the world to me and it might just change the life of someone else. So thank you so much for being a part of our community. Number three is about social media. So over the last three years, we've seen social engagement rates plummet on the major platforms, Facebook and Instagram. We're going to continue to see that. It's never going to get easier. It's never going to be like it was five to six years ago, seven years ago when I first started. It's never going to be like it was then, and it's never going to be like it was in 2020. It was not that hard to build a business on social media then. It is now, and it's only going to get harder. People are not using social media like they used to. Traditional social media as we know it is dying. It's changing. Now, that doesn't mean that there still isn't a great opportunity on social media and that it still shouldn't be a part of your strategy. It should. I would actually go so far as to say because it's harder, that means there's a greater opportunity. Because there are so many people and there are so many examples of people doing it the wrong way, right, that if you can simply shift your strategy, be more transformational, understand what that looks like and what that means, you will stand out from the masses and you have virtually no competition when you're doing it the way that we teach. And so that's why we say you need to start making this shift today. But because social media is going to get harder, we're going to see two things. We're going to see the proliferation of other marketing methods. So you're going to start to see more people using things like email through email newsletters for their customer base and for their downline or team. A lot of you have these things, but you're not using them the right way. So they're going to start thinking about how can I use email as a way to connect with, add value and stay in touch with people that doesn't rely on the algorithms of Facebook or Instagram. We're going to see things like text messaging. A lot of you are already utilizing text. These things are going to continue to become more popular as it becomes harder and harder to get the attention of the people that we want to do business with on social media. But we're also going to see a diversification of platforms. Right. When you look at social engagement rates, the one platform that actually hasn't suffered, it's actually grown pretty considerably is TikTok. Now, up until recently, TikTok's always been thought of a thing that like, you know, millennials or teenagers do. But when you look at the demographics of TikTok, it's shifting big time. The second largest and the fastest growing demographic on TikTok is 25 to 45. 
And so when you look at all the social media platforms, time spent on the platform, on the app, TikTok is second highest to only YouTube. And so you're going to have more and more marketers that are starting to look at things like TikTok as a actual real viable channel for them to start actually creating content. And so I'm not saying you should abandon Facebook or Instagram and be on TikTok. You know, some people, you know, LinkedIn is an option. I love LinkedIn, YouTube. Pinterest. You're going to start seeing people in our space that are going to just, because they just can't get the results on the two major platforms, they're going to be more apt to diversifying. So I just think thinking long term, at least have a presence somewhere else so that if you do need to make a shift, then you're not starting from zero. So that's number three. One other thing I'll say about social media, because I think this is really important and relevant for our space. Here's the really big shift that we're seeing is the age of the, I'm going to use air quotes, of the influencer as we have known it are done. The days of, you know, people that have big followings, being able to monetize those followings just because they have a lot of people that follow them, like just because you have a big following doesn't mean that people are going to trust you. And so over the last couple of years, everybody's been shooting for popularity, right? And it's like, you know, the value of your social media is how many people that follow you or like or comment on your stuff. So here's the big shift we're seeing is from popularity to authenticity. What people are looking for today is not popularity. They're looking for people who are authentically showing up and creating content that connects. There's this term that's called micro-influencers, Micro-influencers are all the rage. All the businesses and brands today, they're not paying the celebrities to talk about their products. They're trying to figure out how can we entice and incentivize the actual product users, right? People that have a fraction of the followers, but from a content perspective, they're actually creating content that is more authentic and relatable, right? They're not just showing the highlight reel of their life. They're actually showing a true portrayal, the ups and the downs, but this is what people want on social media today. So this should be really good news for every single one of you because it's not about the quantity or size of your following. It's about the quality of the content and the relationships and the conversations that you're cultivating. I think of it as we're not going wide anymore, we're going deep. So that means every single one of you will be able to make a big impact and use social media. If you change your strategy the way we teach, you can absolutely use social media to your advantage over the next couple of years. So that's number three. Number four, this is a big thing that we talked about in the Likes to Leads workshop. People who rely primarily on inbound sales and marketing strategies or sales strategies are going to find it really hard to grow their businesses over the next couple of years. So what do I mean by inbound sales strategy? Well, I mean that the only way you sell is when people come to you. So they engage with your content and that's the reason why you message. Or somebody just flat out asks you about your products or business. This is the way a majority of the people in our profession have built their business over the last couple of years. A lot of the leaders that we work with, you know, they'll admittedly say, I don't even know how to start a conversation about my business because I've never had to. And so what we're starting to see pretty consistently is these kinds of opportunities are drying up. People are not coming to you. Engagement rates are down dramatically. So that means there's less, there's way less opportunities to have conversations and create opportunities for your business. And so I think the number one highest paid skill, the most valuable skill over the next couple of years 
is the skill of learning how to start a conversation that does not rely on the algorithms of the network or somebody liking or commenting on your post, but you can just straight up start a conversation with anyone, anytime, whether that's online, offline, whatever. The people that can do that well will be the ones that win the biggest. Because as it becomes harder to get the attention and there aren't so many opportunities and we have to do such a better job communicating value, that skill set of being able to start a conversation, connect, ask the right questions, to lead it in the direction you want, to assess if there's a need, highest paid skill over the next couple of years. So this is the skill of selling. We talk about this all the time. It's the most valuable skill of your business, but you need to find a way to sell that feels aligned with your values. And that's what transformational selling is. Last but certainly not least is this. It's kind of the summary of what we've been talking about. When you look at the landscape today, the competitive landscape of our profession, what every single person's trying to do, they're so transactional. They just want to tell you they have the best products. They have the best comp plan. Our company's better because of this, this, and this, right? It's all this competitive, scarcity-based, fear-based marketing. Let's knock this person down to make us look better, right? But it's like, it's not really the way that you market today. See, the people that are going to win the biggest are the ones that lead with something different than product and comp plan and we're better than everyone else. Here's what you need to learn how to lead with. You need to learn how to lead with purpose instead of profit. You need to learn how to lead with your values and your mission, not your products and services. See, there's a really important piece of research done by the Harvard Business Journal. And in this study they did on consumer behavior, 70% of consumers surveyed said that one of the most important things to them today in the companies they do business with is the purpose of the company. So like, what makes you different? Like, talk about your values, share your beliefs. Look, when you're authentic, you're polarizing. Meaning that if you really share who you are and what you believe in, you're going to turn people off. So stop trying to be liked by everybody. Stop pursuing popularity. Embrace authenticity. Be okay that you're not everyone's cup of tea, right? And really start leaning into more authentic conversations. But sharing your values, sharing the mission beyond just, I sell a product, I'm a weight loss coach. That's not who you are. That's not your mission. That's just one of the vehicles that helps you achieve a bigger purpose. So find out what are the problems you solve? Who are the people that you want to help? Have a vision beyond just hitting a rank or making a sale. The people that lead with that in their content, conversations, they talk about it to their team, they talk about it to their customers. These are the people that are going to thrive. And so that's the reason why it's so important to really have some sort of a unique message beyond just your company's stuff. So those are my five predictions. Okay, you take it for what you want. You know, these are not just pulling rabbits out of a hat. This is based off of actual real life data. It's based off of over 20 years experience in this profession. And over the last seven years, having coached tens of thousands of people from hundreds of different companies, it's not rocket science. You know, there's a small percentage of people right now that we work with that are absolutely thriving and crushing it. And they are doing things very differently than the majority. And so all I'm sharing with you here today are the things that I see proven strategies that people that are crushing it today are doing. It's up to you whether you leverage it or not. So look, if you want to dive deeper into this, and more importantly, you want to learn how to start putting this into action, I think this workshop that we did from Likes to Leads would be amazing for you. We'll put a link in the show notes and you can check it out if you want. I think it would be really, I think it'd be an important thing for you to position your business to win over the next couple of years. So hope you got some value out of the episode today. I'll see you real soon on the next episode. Take care.